0: Welcome, welcome to the Crypto for Newborns podcast, where we take baby steps around the block. I'm your host, Biff Laurie, and this is episode 55. Recently, Bitcoin took a bit of a blow with its price dropping under $40,000 per coin on January 10th. And at the time of putting this episode together, it's hovering around $42,000. Quite a drop from year's end at over $46,000, not to mention the all-time high reaching nearly $69,000 on November 10th of 2021. So what happened? Some would say that Kazakhstan happened. Kazakhstan? Is that some kind of economic phenomenon or blockchain virus? No. Kazakhstan is a Central Asian country and former Soviet republic. Here's the deal. After China's cryptocurrency ban last year, Kazakhstan became the world's second-largest miner of Bitcoin, the U.S. being first. There was an uprising in the country which began with protests in the western part of Kazakhstan against a New Year's Day fuel price hike. This precipitated a nationwide shutdown of the Internet. According to a Reuters article, the move would have likely prevented Kazakhstan-based miners from accessing the Bitcoin network. As we learned before with China, the less people mining Bitcoin, the easier it is to mine, which means less energy overall is needed to mine it. However, it seems reasonable to assume that a major drop in the hash rate, or amount of computing power used by computers connected to the Bitcoin network, has thrown a wrench in the works. Think about going to a box office to buy tickets to a movie. Kind of an archaic example in this day and age, but go with me on this one. You see a huge line for a new blockbuster film. You think to yourself, that must be a good movie because the demand is high, and that demand and activity increases the perceived value. Using that same example, you go to the box office and there's a small line. Not as much demand, so in essence, that film has less perceived value. Instead of spending money on that film, you go bowling instead. The same kind of Bitcoin price drop happened when China announced their big crypto ban last year. But then the price went up, and up, and up, and went all the way to its all-time high. So the Kazakhstan news may very well have impacted the price in a negative way, but only in the short term. Another big issue which I think hit Bitcoin was recent financial news in the U.S. As I've discussed in previous episodes, many analysts initially believed that Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies in general would become a hedge against inflation. What we've seen instead is that cryptos are being treated like other financial assets, mostly going up and down with the overall market. There are a lot of reasons for this, and we won't go into detail, but as any other speculative asset, when the market's good, people put more money into cryptos. When the market drops, people sell off their more volatile holdings. That's the basic scenario. The Fed recently announced that rate hikes may be coming sooner than later, and that means investors in general will put their money into more conservative assets. Oftentimes, that can mean gold. Precious metals have been used as a hedge against inflation, and as you may recall from previous Crypto for Newborns episodes, Bitcoin has often been referred to as a store of value and digital gold. But it's not quite the substitute for real gold just yet. While cryptocurrencies are here to stay, they still haven't received total mainstream adoption. Even stablecoins, for example, could earn investors higher interest rates compared to central banks and fiat currency, but many people still don't trust cryptos. And certainly, when the prices drop like they have over the past few weeks, every article comes out of the woodwork bashing Bitcoin and cryptos. I think this is still a knee-jerk reaction, part of the U.S. government's longtime fear of cryptocurrencies, which mainstream media supports, that people may embrace some form of alternate currency because they view it as more reliable than the U.S. dollar. Centralized manipulation, money printing, and inflation are certainly reinforcing that perception. Another issue that's come up in the news is that the U.S. government is trying to figure out how to regulate and tax cryptos accordingly. Anytime crypto regulation hits the news, there's generally some backlash. Crypto investors get spooked. But cryptocurrency has become a necessary evil, so to speak. We've discussed how the new trillion-plus infrastructure bill is looking to pay for approximately $50 billion of it through crypto fees and taxes. But in light of the decentralized nature of cryptocurrencies, including decentralized exchanges and crypto wallets, accurate fee assessment and taxation will prove to be difficult. As always, time will tell, but already... Bitcoin and cryptos are creeping back up in value, so stay tuned. I'm your host, Biff Laurie, and you've been listening to the Crypto for Newborns podcast where we take baby steps around the block. Be sure to check out my show notes for links to resource materials used for this episode. Thanks for tuning in.